The process of landing investment banking job offers can often feel like a black box, which leads to confusion and anxiety for most of the candidates going through it. Hey, my name is Sam Shaw, and I'm the founder of Wall Street Mastermind. I've personally coached numerous students on how to successfully break into top-tier investment banks, including Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, JP Morgan, Centerview, Evercore, and PJT Partners, just to name a few. On this podcast, I'm going to help you demystify the investment banking recruiting process by sharing what the clients of Wall Street Mastermind have done to get results like these. Enjoy this episode. Hey guys, if you like the content today, I want you to do me a favor and click the subscribe button so that you can continue to get more and more of our content as they come out every single week. Okay, now today I want to talk about one of the most popular questions that we always get, which is, do investment bankers really work 100 hours a week, right? Um, I think there's a lot of, you know, rumors and myths out there where people like to kind of glamorize a job or by saying, oh, investment bankers work so hard, sometimes you have to work 100, 110, 120 hours a week. Um, and in a way, it kind of scares people off from wanting to do investment banking, right? Now, in reality, having actually gone through banking myself, I want to kind of explain what that really is. Um, do you sometimes work 100 hours a week? Yes, it has absolutely happened. Uh, in my worst week, I probably worked even up to 120 hours a week. However, that is absolutely not the norm. In terms of the norm, if we actually look at some data, um, here's an article where, based on survey data from Wall Street Oasis, um, where a lot of bankers submitted uh, 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 submitted uh, responses to a survey asking them how many hours they work on average, you'll see that it's anywhere from 60 to 80 hours a week, depending on the bank. And if you think about that, that makes sense because if you're, let's say, if you get into office at 9 a.m. and you get off around 9 p.m., that's 12 hours a day. Let's say five days a week from Monday to Friday. That's about 60 hours right there, even if you don't work weekends. Now, if you throw in some weekend work, now you can get up to the 70 to 80 hour range, depending on how much you're working on weekends. Or sometimes maybe you're not going home at 9 p.m. on the weekdays. Maybe you're going home at 10 or 11 or 12. And so that 60 to 80 hour week range is actually more like it. Now, the worst part about investment banking is not really the hours, though, because if you know exactly when you have to work, the hours actually aren't that bad. Because also what you have to realize is, let's say even if you're at work for 12 hours a week, or sorry, 12 hours a day, you're not actually working super hard, believe it or not. You're not working super hard that entire 12 hours. You might be working really hard, like 25% of the time, or maybe 50% of the time, depending on what's going on that day. There's a lot of downtime on the job in investment banking where you're sitting around, waiting for comments from your senior bankers, telling you what to change about your work. You might be browsing ESPN or uh, social media or whatever. Like So you're not actually working that entire time, right? So the, the worst part about banking and the lifestyle banking is actually the unpredictability of when you actually have to work because it's a client servicing business, meaning the clients are the ones who set the deadlines. They can give you work at any time. They can ask for you to give the work back to them. Um, even with really unreasonable turnarounds. Like they can give you something on Friday afternoon and say, I want to see this first thing Monday morning, in which case your weekend is shot, right? And so that's really the worst part about it because having an unpredictable schedule makes it so that it's hard for you to make plans, right? Like you might make plans with your friends or your family or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or whoever, and then at the last minute, some work comes up and you have to cancel it, right? Or soon enough you kind of learn your lesson and every time someone invites you out or asks you if you want to hang out 
you say, yeah, sure, I would love to, but then you're always a little bit non-committal about it because you don't want to be flaky, right? So you tell me, yeah, uh, let me get back to you or let me let, let me uh, tell you the day of if I can make it or not. And so that can get in the way of kind of your social life and just doing the things you want to do, right? Now, it has gotten better over the years, though, because a lot of these investment banks, um, in an effort to compete with other very attractive industries like technology, for example, they want to get the best talent, right? And technology companies um, are known for treating their employees really well. So a lot of these banks have actually implemented policies to protect certain parts of the week, like for example, uh, to protect your weekends, to make it so that senior bankers can't make you work on the weekends unless you know there's a really, really good reason to do so. That never used to be the case back when I was in banking. We had to work anytime they wanted to, uh, anytime they wanted us to work, right? So nowadays I would say the hours have become more reasonable and more predictable in banking which has made the job more attractive, right? At the end of the day, I think if we're being totally honest about it, the vast majority of you who go into investment banking probably will not stay in investment banking for more than two years. So the way I would view it is, this is an investment to just put your head down and work hard while you're still young, while you're 21, 22, right out of college, you don't have a lot of commitments yet, you don't have a wife, you don't have a family, and then once you put in that work, it's gonna, lay a really strong foundation for your exit opportunities and for the rest of your career and it's going to really really help your trajectory and pay off in the long run okay thanks for listening to this episode interested in discovering how you can get personalized one-on-one coaching from wall street mastermind to help you beat out the massive amount of competition out there head on over to www.wallstreetmastermind.com apply and the street is abbreviated to ST, so it's really wall, stmastermind.com slash apply. And our team looks forward to speaking with you.